Listen to Dungeons with Dudes, a podcast with dudes, dungeons, dragons, and flagons, every other Sunday on the Journey into Comics Network. Following, following the following a journey into comics. 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 Network. 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 Production. Production. I'm a dude who likes brews. It's time for brews with dudes. Ah, juicy. And welcome back to Brews with Dudes. I'm your host, Nick Maxson, sitting here with a slew of dudes. Good crew. A slew of dudes. A slew of dudes. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't, that doesn't sound very good. I like it, though. It, um, yeah. We're about to, about to get down. We're going we're gonna to smash shumbiash. Sitting here with Casey Taylor. How are we doing? Feeling good? Feeling real good. Feeling thirsty. Um, I am feeling thirsty. Um, sitting down here at the North End Pub. Um, this is our Quaff On Tap Takeover. Um, I've only had a few beers from Quaff On, but I've enjoyed them very much. Um, so I'm pretty excited to dive into these. Sitting here with Austin once again. Hello, hello. How you doing tonight? I'm doing quite well. Good. I'm doing Quaff well. I'm doing... Great. That's terrible. That was bad. <laughs> <laughs> I'm fine. I'm finally feeling better. Um, I'm nauseated now. I uh, good. I got a little little too drunk last night at pinball. Stayed up a little too late uh, rewatching Game of Thrones. Um, and I had to had to go to work early. And I told myself, eh, it's gonna be fine. I'm doing grunt work. I can just zone out and be hungover as fuck. I walk in. He goes. Hey, man, I'm going to try you out in the office today. So I have to go call customers and deal with customers. The, the, the one time I decided to come in hungover as fuck. So the first half of the day was very rough. I'll say that at least. So. And we've also got Mr. Dongo Ritchie here. What's up? Bring some beer. Yeah, some beer. I'm ready to start this, this weekend. Some good beer. Yes, it's a uh, it's got, a long I've weekend. Got one of the ones yeah. I'm sample right now, but I'm not going to tell you which one. We're definitely starting this weekend off right. Yes. Um, so we got this going on. We're going to be playing some Smash Bros after this. We are. I'm pretty excited. I've been. I'm. I'm a little rusty, admittedly, but I got to get my chops back up for uh, uh, Lafficon because we're doing another tournament. I also need to get my chops back up on Mario Kart yeah, because I've got a big challenge coming up. Yeah, you do. We also got to get our chops up on actual Mario Kart. Go-karts yes, because Austin and I are going to race go-karts in a Mario-themed race. Because you and what, Nate, have a challenge? Yeah. Is that right? Yeah. yeah. Nate is... Very confident. He's very... Just... Um, confrontational. <laughs> I'm like, like, like... People just say, like, yeah, Nick's good. And he goes, I am better than him. <laughs> I will destroy you. And he 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 has a fucking litmus test to me. He's like, I just want to make sure that you three start everything on on 150. I'm like, are you trying? To, are you trying to see if I'm worthy enough to challenge you? He's like, I'm just making sure, man. I don't want to. I'm like, Nate, 
Shush. I'm looking out so he doesn't embarrass Shush. you. That's what he's doing. Dude. Or he's going to go older brother and just smack it out of your hand and just keep driving, do that old mode. I don't know. We've That's done fun. We've done some wild challenges like uh, one time instead of like uh, don't drink and drive where you have to finish a beer in during the race, but you can't be accelerating. So you're like racing, you get ahead or you like fall off the track and you drop the controller. And you have to finish your beer. We've done different challenges where you have to like drink that beer and take a shot before the race is done. And we're talking about a minute and a half, two minute race. Just and every time we do that, we get absolutely lit. Every time we're actually uh, been working on putting in the works for a uh, live action. Don't drink and drive. With that, we're working on getting long uh, that sounds so bikes. Bad. That's, that, that's one of the infamous Nick Maxson, uh, where, where I, for like a show, when we used to do shows at the house, I would say like, "Come to come to the show. We're gonna have balloons and clowns and a bouncy house and and a fucking rocket ship and shit like that." And I said, "We're gonna have go karts." And a couple people will not let me live it down because I never brought the go karts. Mm. I want them, I, and I went. I went to go buy them because I figured I could rent them. There's no place to rent go karts, and they cost like a thousand bucks. Yeah, like just for like a base line, just street yeah. cart is like a thousand bucks, like minimum. So that's. Uh, I feel like we've got seriously a list of like fifteen good slash ridiculous ideas. Like we like, and we move on them. Like we move on our ridiculous ideas. Like. Uh, Boner Jovi is a good example. <laughs> Just a joke that went Just too far. Huge, the the uh, Donald Trump band. That thing. I'm I'm gonna say it right here. I've got a full group of people committed to veggie metal. <laughs> veggie metal. So that so that joke is like on that's coming way. to life. It's on its way. What exactly is veggie metal? So, so I was we we were joking around the other night. I'm gonna try to recount it because I don't remember exactly how it happened. Um, but my seven-year-old, uh, we'll catch him singing. And he's got a beautiful little voice. He's got good vibrato. It's awesome. And I, I was telling him, I'm like, I'm like, you gonna, you gonna sing in a band one day like your dad? And he's like, <gasps> and I was like, well, I guess with that voice you would be singing in a band. But I could teach you how to do it like dad does it. Um, so we were joking around with that a little bit. I was doing my <clears throat> voice and shit like that. Um, and eventually we started singing Veggie Tales. And I just I just said it out loud. I was like, like that would be pretty cool to do heavy metal versions of these songs. And then Jess and I were we were doing a little bit of drinking, so we were half lit. And I was like, Hey Jess, can you can you Photoshop my face on Larry the Cucumber? <laughs> and she finds the wrong picture, admittedly, because I was just going to use one with Larry and Bob, but she finds one with like seven of the different Veggie Tales. And she's like, Well, which face do you want to be on? I'm like, Jess, there's there's seven of them. There's seven stupid faces that I've made. She's like, you're goddamn right. <laughs> so no, I like it. It's fun. I love each accurate. individual face on yeah. each veggie. Just totally. It made me laugh. Yeah. I scrolled through and saw it. It made me laugh. So we're, 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 get, we're getting off a little bit. Another, another fun one that doesn't have to do with music, uh, dodgeball. We talked about doing a dodgeball league for a long time. That's getting ready to come to life. We've been talking about doing go-karts for a while. Like That's going to come to life. We come up with, a, we have a lot of ideas, and we're like, eh, we don't have time for that. 
and somehow we still fucking do it. I don't know. A lot we of fun. Might be cluster Fox, but they get done. Yes, yes. Field Day is the best yeah. example. I like how Field Day <laughs> has progressively gotten worse because I just, I just, I'm like, I'm partying too, and I think sometimes like I don't have a whole lot to do with these things, you know, with the shows and stuff. I'm like, I book it and I set it up, but but seriously, if I'm not paying attention to what's going on, everything will fall apart. How? Why? I don't know. It will. It looks like I'm just standing there, but somehow my, me standing there paying attention keeps it together. And field day, first year, great. Second year was pretty good, too. And I remember this last year was just a shit show. Well, there was that one dickweed that came early and was Oh, yeah, he was just... I mean, we sh- I showed ultimate. up early, and he was wasted when I got yeah, there. Yeah, he was ultimate party crusher. Everybody was, like, legitimately trying to hide from him so for like, most of the day. We probably had... That's what I think it is, yeah. right? Hey, yeah. man. Yeah. Hey, man, you got uh, hey, a team yet? You got a team yet? You got oh, a team yeah. yet? I'm trying to beat Nick's ass. Yeah, like, oh, I remember yeah. looking at hey, like, Who wants to do shots you know of gin? I got a gallon of gin. Nick's house, right? Like, Nick's yeah, this, the nice guy throwing the This party. isn't There's, the first, second, third, or fourth time either. So, <laughs> so Casey, you've got a venue. Um, you've, you've had thousands and thousands of people come through here. My house, I probably had a, a, several hundred, if not thousands, of different people. And if you asked me who the worst was, that guy would definitely come to mind and probably top three of the wor- of thousands of people that I've met. I, this was the first time that we'd done a show at the house in over a year. And I put the event up and people and I was like, one of those awful fucking people is going to show up. And sure fucking enough, event starts at two in the afternoon. He's Ubered there, half drunk already. I was like, I want to tell you to get back in the car and leave. So bad. But maybe Field Day will be a private event henceforth. Wow. That is the longest we've gone. Without drinking. Without drinking. (laughs) Okay. Well, Um, I've been drinking a beer, but we haven't been busting down and getting into these. So, Casey, what's the the first one that we got? Uh, It's their six-foot blonde. So very light, light in color. It's their blonde ale. While we've while we've uh, still got it in the cup, this one here is the strawberry. It's the same same beer, but uh, yes. strawberry version. So you can see the color difference there. Looks like there's a little bit of strawberry flavor. Strawberry. All right. Let's dive in. Yeah, this is already done. Cheers. You guys are. You yeah. guys have the pints. I literally had to been sip on the sample <laughs> the last fifteen minutes. <laughs> this is. Extremely light. Very light. It's good. This is a summer beer. Yeah. This yeah, is yeah. definitely. It, you could crush these. The first what? three are really summer. This is beers. one of those this is definitely like just got done screwing around the yard and Yep. You don't really want to water because you've just been pounding that all day anyway outside and you want something just to really sit down with. This past summer was the first uh first time that I have drank a beer while mowing the lawn. And it is liberating as oh, yeah. fuck. That's a that's a big time dad move. Shirtless mowing the lawn with a beer is one of my favorite parts about being an American. Well, that's Truly. always my favorite meme of last summer was the one that it has said I just witnessed a dad on a riding lawnmower drinking a beer, finger pistoling <laughs> another dad pushing 
a lawnmower not drinking a beer and thought, wow, what a fucking power move. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Nothing says, like, I'm the man and you're not, like, you're Alpha, pushing around. Cruising yes, by at five I'm miles an hour. Mower, I'm riding one and drinking this beer and I'm going to finger pistol you. Bang, awesome. bang. I, I thought about getting a riding mower for my lawn, which would also mean I only mow my lawn in five minutes. Yeah, right. <laughs> but you know how much of a power move that would be to me and my against all my neighbors. Yeah, you're flexing on the neighborhood <laughs> right. for sure. Yeah, and I'll probably drink a tall boy while I'm at it. Not one of the twelve ounces, a full on just fucking tall boy, dude. Frosty bomber, can. Russian imperial just, stout, just <laughs> full up the whole time. I wouldn't be. Oh I wouldn't have. God. I wouldn't have to. I'd have to do that to be able to finish it in time. Just like straight up pull up, and I just drive like two circles around my lawn scare and I'm the done. shit out of your neighbors do 40 ounces of freedom double duct tape on the rotting lawn holy <laughs> shit the cops would be there in five minutes for sure oh my god well, I'd probably drive off my retaining wall <laughs> but just uh, could you imagine driving by and seeing a dude doing 40 ounces of freedom while driving a riding lawn mower 40 ounces of freedom what is this Edward oh. 40, 40 hands, hands. Oh, yeah. 40 hands. okay yeah. Yeah. I'm familiar yeah <laughs> I haven't played that in a while while driving that's while well, mowing the lawn that's how you get arrested, right? There. I've got I've got an uncanny ability to drink beer really really fast, without realizing it. Like not not trying to power move, and I don't like chug it. But it's like I'll be sitting there and take a drink, take a drink, take a drink, and then I just absolutely fucking wasted. It's uh, well, it's gonna segue to the next one because the yeah. next one you could drink in about three gulps. That's the one yeah. I've got in my pint here, my yeah. uh, companion uh, beer. Give a shout out to people saying hey. Uh, we got uh, Stephen Fox saying, what up, guys? What's up, Stephen Fox? Stephen, Stephen is um, opening up a Books and Brews in uh, Noblesville. I believe that's it. Um, that's Stephen's cool. good friends with uh, Dana, the drummer in my band. We'd be plugged. And then we got uh, John <laughs> Ruiz Jr. said their porter is fire. Yeah, the Buster Knuckle is really good. I've had it before. Got a couple people tuned in. Got Jason Hill, my cousin. What's up, cuz? Mr. David Linder. David Linder. David yeah. Linder. He, Good he, for you, buddy. He they just texted us, me a little bit ago. a bunch of triple XL shirts. Got one with your name on it. There buddy. we go. Boom. He, he just then, uh, texted me a little bit ago saying, I'm sorry I can't make it to the tab takeover. I love you all. Good. We boy. do love Dave. Dave is wholesome. We love Dave. And then uh, the guy I know from work, Haynes Yunt. He's a pretty cool guy. What's up, Hayes? For the longest time, I thought everybody called him Hayes, and I thought it was his last name. So I was like, so what's your first name? His he name is Hayes? Hayes, yeah. Weird. It's a cool name. With a Y? H- H-A-Y-E-S. Hayes. Did you feel yeah. like an idiot? Like, dude, everyone says my first name constantly. No, I. then afterwards, I just went with it, and I was like, I'm just going to keep fucking with him. I was like, what is your name? Like, like Gaylord or fucking... <laughs> <laughs> so his, la- his oh. last name is Yunt? Yunt. See, when I worked at Monocles, we would have somebody by the last name Yunt, and we'd, we they were an asshole. So we'd be like, oh, what a Yunt. <laughs> <laughs> um, this is the strawberry. Six foot blonde. Six foot blonde. Which we have on tap right now. The first one, the blonde ale, we have in bottle, but this is mm. on tap. This actually tastes better than when I first uh, sampled it when I got here. It's got that, like, rosé color. I I feel like that was kind of like the top of the keg, and now we've actually hit into the keg, and this is actually... Because the first one was really just, like, too thick. I know what you mean. My pint tastes like that, and this one tastes better. I think this one... So maybe... 
I don't know. Maybe it had uh, settled weird. Yeah, this has actually like like light Christmas crispness to it. I don't, I don't get Christmas from it. Yeah, I don't know. That the nice rosé and hmm, I guess you're right. Um, I had it? one of these like a nice rosé um, on the way to the 450 North uh, Corn Maze Beer Fest, um, and it's. I mean, that was my breakfast, and it was good. This it's. It's a good four percent. Yeah, it's light it, too. It's not. It's not very. Uh, very high alcohol content at all. We're going to say the drinking game at home so you can take a drink. Crushable. Very every, crushable. Every time you say the word crushable, very crushable. you can take a drink. Speaking of the folks uh, listening, watching, um, we are doing a ticket giveaway for the Lafayette Brews and Bowling Festival Saturday, June 1st. Between, uh, it's going to be in the parking lot in front of North End Pub. Um, it's a very large parking lot. There's going to be uh, quite a gathering of breweries we got uh i think we're just gonna say fuck it and we're gonna have music all day um i was just gonna have two or three bands during the day and then two or three bands um at night but i'm gonna say fuck it i think and just have music start and have a band on the hour um and then we were going to try to get a big band to perform the after party I'm not getting responses, so we might make it one of those banger shows where we try to get all the locals and just have a, like we do with the 100th show, or where we have like fucking six bands that are just the dudes. Like. One, that's one of the things, <clears throat> if you haven't come out and listened to the music, dude, we do have a ton of good local bands. Like if you literally just put a local lineup, dude, they would murder it. And, and this why. is this is going to be um, fucking... Like a, a perfect sampling because I, I really think like when you have a bigger city like an indie or Chicago, there can be somewhat of an oversaturation where there's just so many bands. But what I love about Lafayette, both in the heavy metal and not heavy metal, is that we have a really good band to represent every genre. Lucifist, excellent thrash band. Uh, Antique Arcana, they're great black metal. Um, uh, yesterday's Chips, great punk man, um, Mountain Builders, Sludge, um, we got Shiza, who does, um, bluesy kind of rock, um, and then we've got fucking Frank Muffin, um, got, uh, uh, Robert, uh, Kelsey, what's his name? Uh, Michael Kelsey. Yeah. He's um, very good, just like solo instrument instrumental guy like very kind of jammy like uses all kinds of things uses guitars more than just playing strings uses drums and all kinds of stuff uh, it's just Laurelin they're fucking awesome yeah Laurelin well, that was like when Tony there was that article like <clears throat> about the Lafayette Theater and the city buying it and Tony made a comment like there's not much of a music scene and it was like uh, James and a bunch of people jumped up and was like whoa dude there's plenty of a music scene it may not be no it may not be 50-year-old dudes playing classic rock covers, and that may be mm -hmm. what you're into. But I think he said that that weekend that he made that comment, there was 14 separate venues that had live music. Yeah. And it's like Lafayette does have a good music scene. You just have to go out and actually support it. It takes yeah, absolutely what you nothing, think it is. Yeah. nothing just, to get involved with it. it. And it's, it's more of a not quite just going out and supporting it. It's just paying attention. Just 
Yeah. Just put an ear out. Start. Just if look. you go, all you have to do is just go. Man, I'd really like to see some live music. Well, let's go see what's going on at all the, uh, at these go different downtown. venues. Let's go Anywhere. downtown. Go and eat check dinner. Out. Go eat dinner at Bobby T's or at. Uh, uh, well, Dibby's yeah, Dibby, Dibby any Saturday doing night. their outdoor stuff. Preston's has bands on their patio. Knickerbocker the spot has stuff. Always in has good stuff. We got good stuff. I mean, there's a lot of places. James, uh, you can James does. Uh, um, I called him James. Jim, uh, Jim Voles, he does a show at People's every single Tuesday, no miss. And now every single Friday, the Bocker always has at the music. at the yeah. Bocker. Yeah, they always it's, have it's, music. It's called People's Live. That's why Dave's not here. Um, so just that alone, I know we do a lot of shows. They're a little more sporadic, but Jim, straight up, two shows every single week, no fucking miss. And that's just, and that and they're totally different things. Like at People's, it's more. What would you say? It's more of like a laid back kind of. Uh Americana, kind of Americana, like really, really like '60s rock, kind of feel sometimes. I don't know, but it, it, not, it's, not it's distinct, like, different, different shows. So, I don't sometimes know. they have stuff that kind of like mixes it up a little bit, one way or the other. But a lot of it's just really like that stuff where you just sit in, like you'd imagine yourself just sitting down somewhere having a beer, and you just kind of have that band playing off in the corner. It, it, I was, I think a fun way to describe the people's live shows, or not the people's live, the at, at people's itself, is every single band that plays is a touring band, possibly living in their van, and they're all super really nice people. Which we have that too, and I always, I always think it's cool. Oh yeah, good for if them you, out there doing it. You if know. you ever yeah. see us booking a show that's not on a Friday or Saturday, it is a traveling band, and very very seldom do we say no. Are we gonna? Have huge turnouts? No, not all the time. Fuck Casey. We we had a show last fall where there was like five people, and it was like, eh, whatever. You know, you know what those people wanted to do? They did not want to sit in their van that night. So even though they played to five fucking people, you know, you're giving people the chance. Well, the others so. just come out and see because you never know what you're gonna like. You never know. I mean, you're not. No one has the time to literally find out every underground band. That's part of it. Is go check it out. Go to the venues, and you might fall in love. You might see I, a band and be like, dude, they were awesome. Some of the biggest gems have been those weird uh, weekday shows. Um, Trying the to one think. you just had like a month ago, the one with the, the almost Swedish name, dude. That a good turnout, and people yeah. loved it. Uh, Va- what it was oh it? my Van goodness, Go- yeah. Van Goose, yeah, Van, Van Goose. Goose. They, they were like, weird. they're awesome. They're they were amazing. It was, and it was totally different. Wednesday I'm, I'm night. To, it was a Wednesday night. Yeah, the dude was standing up drumming. Yeah, they didn't have a drummer. They had two two guys making it work. Like the one guy had the bass yeah. and the snare. And he was standing, like they were both standing. They were wild. Well, they had the bassist, and then he, yeah, he had the snare and the kick dr- and the bass drum. And he was, and I think he might have had another cymbal. There was another guy with like some toms and a cymbal. There was a bassist. There was a guitarist. They had a synth guy, and it was just it was it was awesome. And they it was a lot weird. of fun. They owned their weird, but it was I yeah. liked it. That's awesome. Who was the one band? It was a, oh, it's totally escaping me. They were. I got hooked up with them from Ubred Raptors, who were a. I think the first Ubred Raptors show was a Wednesday, and they are the perfect example. Except maybe Night of the Round, but Ubred Raptors is one of those bands where the first show, there were 
20 people. And the next show, there were 40. And the next, there was 80. Oh, yeah. And we just did the last few Bread Raptors we did on a weekday. And there were close to 100 people in here because it's a great name. The word of the word of mouth just spread so hard. Like that, what I was alluding is not of the round is that way, too. Like they they have a really, really excellent following no matter when the fuck they come. Yeah. Um, we're what are we on now? Probably the best smell one as far as when you smell it. But it's the oh, my goodness. It's the the blood uh, orange, blood orange, yellow yellow dwarf. dwarf. Yeah. All right. This one smell is just fantastic. Again, you can look at it and tell light and color. You can see right through it. Fantastic. I'm just going to add this to my pint because that's what I'm drinking. That's really good. And that's it's excellent. It's so very good. it's subtle. And the then the then the scent, it straight up just gives you that orangey kind of Oh yeah. If you've ever smelled a blood orange, that's what this beer smells like. That's probably one of my right now favorite flavors to any beer is the blood orange game oh yeah yeah that uh it from from my perception kind of came in a couple years ago um and i just fucking love them because brew dog has one that's really good yes um blood orange tangerine or oh no it's not a blood orange it's it's called clockwork tangerine that's right and yeah, that one's good. That and then Peoples good. did the blood orange one, didn't they? Yeah, Peoples did the blood orange. Oh my god! Yeah. That um, they murdered. Uh, yeah, I met, I met Nick at Peoples one day. Him and uh, Cody Clem went there, and then I showed up with our friend Creed. We were lit, and he was already like starting to feel good. He was like on his what your second one when I got I had, there. I had two beers, then tried the blood orange, and then I drank three of those, and it's yeah. a. Nine percent, isn't it? It's I think a, it's like a ten percent. It's a big boy. Like a nine ten percent. It's a huge one. And I get there, and I order their their Phantom Assassin, which is a uh, a uh, white IPA? white IPA, which is good. It's a solid beer. But I get it, and then Nick goes, "You messed up." I'm like, "What?" He's like, and he handed me his beer and had me try it, and I, I tasted it. I'm like, immediately, yeah, I messed up. So then he ordered the he so, ordered the the blood orange, and I said, "I bet you can't." I bet no, you can't finish that you know, the beer. The waitress, she goes, but you just got your beer. And I'm like, I'll finish it before you get back. And Nick goes, I bet you can't. And I go, I bet you I will. I was like, go get that beer and come back and I'll be done. And I recorded it. Seven seconds. Seven seconds <laughs> down. That's the Ron Swanson comment. I know what I'm about, son. <laughs> I know more than you. I know, I know more than you. That actually I know that hyped about, up son. the whole group. We, we just... We were we were off to the races. To that, the that was the night uh, Austin ran into the bathroom when I was pooping, taking a video, and so he runs out and he's laughing, and I fucking finish my business and I run out of the bathroom and tackle him. He straight up Goldberg speared yeah. me into his door. <laughs> it was we were we were wrestling hard. We were way past uh, the line of sanity at eight o'clock. Yeah, it was wild. Um, hey, Keegan. Mr. Might as well uh, walk up here, Mr. Car yes. De- Car Door Dick Smash yourself. I mean, <laughs> I guess you could. Yeah. There's a camera right there. Want to wave? You can get your face in there. Yep. There's Keegan. Sure, yeah, sure. Yeah. Pull up a squat. Um, while we're on the subject of Blood Orange, uh, there's a band in Illinois that I've been following for a couple of years now called Heartsick, and uh, they actually have their own signature beer through. Uh, starving Artist Brewing Company up in Michigan, right. and it's called Blood Forge, and it's a blood orange one. I'd, I'd really like to check that company out. I've been following them for a little bit. Actually, you can have bit. my busted knuckle if you want. 
it seems that they just find bands and they give them like their own signature beer. I don't. I don't. That's need one. To be a that's part of my business model. Yeah. Um, yeah. Shut your mouth. Something dick. that we that. Uh, what? I said shut your mouth, Dick. Um, don't get me too yeah, good. Don't get me too many <laughs> ideas for it. Um, so Weedby's working on. We haven't decided if it's two full lengths or three EPs, but it's nine songs, and we are working on a beer for each song. I think you told me this yeah. before, and that's so, awesome. Um, I'm super, super stoked for that. And we, we're, we're legitimately trying... It's such a strange thing about creativity, is we're trying to create the beer to match the song, and it's been working. Like, like you listen to the song, and it's like, yeah... This is a stout. <laughs> this beer really pairs well with this song. That sounds really like uh, <laughs> hipster esque. I know. Yeah, but, but it, it sounds like, so it sounds like I'm going to hate it. But it, I don't know. It sounds oh, like yeah, good this, too. This this uh, stout it, really pairs well with. It's uh, weird because we would sit there and we, and we start talking about it, and for the most part, we would go like song number one. We look at each other like, yeah, it's the New England, and and we both just like yeah. Were you the one it? that told me about the person that when they recorded each song, they painted the room Angel a of different Aldi. color? Between you guys, I feel like this is just a weird spot. No, you're good. Um, you're good. I just have to get I have to get up on the mic for people for to you. hear me. It's for you. Um, just, just put it on. Just don't talk about it. Yeah. Okay. Um, just, uh, yes, Angel Vivaldi. He didn't. He did an album where every song was. I'm. I'm going to get this wrong. A, a chemical. Well, is serotonin, would serotonin be a chemical? Is that what you would call that? Serotonin. Yeah. And yes, it's Isn't a chemical release by the brain. So every song on the album is a different chemical. Mm-hmm. And you can associate different the, the different chemicals with... Uh, um, uh, what am I trying to say here? Feelings? With feelings and, and, and behavior and Effects. whatnot. And, and so, I mean, a lot of people probably... Uh, I associate blue with calmness, uh, red with, with anger and stuff. So what he would do is he would, in his studio, he would repaint the room to match, to get into the mood to write the song. The album art was it very sounds like colorful. that wall is thick with paint. I painted my living room and it took like three days. Two C's. I would not the <laughs> three C's. That's what I said. If you've ever painted, so how's that painting uh, socks, a socks, like it? his socks. I I'm starting cool. it, yeah. I, like, I want to say everything. Oh, in the bowling alley and in lunch. here. It sucks. I really like that. That's Especially probably what I get a, a ladder. Yeah. It sucked. Yeah, yeah I got forfeited my spot, and then you move porter. And the wires and all that. Yeah, when I was done painting, I I feel so bad for people that do that for a living because it sucks. <laughs> painting <laughs> is fucking off. Terrible. Um, oh, no, I enjoy. So painting. we're getting we're getting ready to jump into the uh, busted knuckle. Yeah, robust porter. You're good, dude. Really I did really that good. earlier. It was yeah, chink, chink. Well, there was like earlier. They were talking yeah, about a beer and they're just slamming a pint. And then they're why aren't you drinking? I was like, dude, I drank the whole sample. Oh, I, uh, you guys are you guys I forfeited pints. mine, so Keaton could have one. I'm a nice fine. guy. Uh, for those of you still uh, watching on Facebook, we're still doing our Lafayette Bruisin Bowling ticket giveaway. All you have to do is comment saying hashtag Bruisin Bowling Fest. Um, do it. It's Saturday, That's, June 1st. You know. Um, we're doing an early bird special. The first 50 tickets are only $30. Uh, then it goes up to, I believe, 35 and then and then 40 f- day of. Yes. We got DD tickets and whatnot. So. Also, we want to volunteer, DD too. tickets, what, 10 bucks? We're looking for a couple volunteers. We need a, diff- a variety of volunteers. We There's some breweries that aren't able to... Um, bring their own personnel 
So we figured out a cool way to be able to get them involved anyway. And we're looking for a couple, I'm going to use the word passionate, individuals who would be interested in, like I would give you the name of a brewery and you would try, you would delve into their their business and try to understand them so that you could represent them. Um, and then they'll send the beer and then we'll have... You'd be your own personal R&D for the brewery. Yeah, we're, <laughs> we're, we're going wild with it. So, um, yeah, if you're interested, let us know. Saturday... June first. Um, yeah, this porter is good. It is really good. Who said? Uh, who chimed in? Was that Ruiz? That was uh, John Ruiz Jr. Said their porter was fire. Is he talking about the busted knuckle or yes. the, the peanut butter? No, I want to say he's talking about the busted knuckle. Yeah, just the regular. Is the, the is it peanut butter? It's one of their most busted well-known. knuckle. Yeah, I like that. Where we just use the same. Uh, yeah, like they have the six foot same blonde. recipe, but like this one's gonna be peanut butter. Yeah, they, they have the six foot blonde, then the six foot strawberry blonde, and they have mm-hmm. the busted knuckle, and then they have the peanut butter busted mm-hmm. knuckle. Mm. This is great. These guys are from Nashville, Indiana, which I believe we determined. Nashville, Indiana. Wow. I mean, there's a Portland, Indiana. Yeah, there's also a Mexico. Yeah, you're right. There's Brazil. a Mexico. There's an entire country. There's a I love, Santa Claus, uh, Indiana. Santa Claus, French yep. Lick. That's yep. where uh, Jay Cutler's from. Yeah, fuck Jay Cutler. I hate Jay Cutler. <laughs> He's my there's hero. A, there's a legitimate, um, not in a good way. I would fight him. That's real. I'd, I'd watch it. Somewhere like, in southern Indiana. Well, for you. Yeah, right Jay Cutler's right out there. If he'll fight me, I'll fight him. Jay Cutler's my spirit animal. He's my spirit animal. I've never seen Jay Cutler. I've never seen Casey <laughs> yeah, this, far, yeah, this fired up. I mean, He's, I would root for Casey. Really. Fight. Yeah, <laughs> damn. yeah, I'm a general nice guy, but I'm also a huge Bears fan. And fuck that guy. When he was <laughs> traded, it was April 1st, and I thought it was a joke. I thought my brother was joking with me. And then as he kept saying each thing that the Bears traded on top of I didn't even want him for Kyle Orton straight up. And they traded multiple first. It ended up being just a complete disaster. An absolute and, just shit yeah, show. And I just, if he would fight me, I would fight him. You, what was uh, what was everybody's favorite April Fool's joke that you saw the, this year? Uh, the Wait, Macy you know? Williams on the Tonight Show. That was good. I that was I good. was, I was convinced for yeah, a second. I was absolutely convinced. Like and, le- and legitimately did not expect them to just say April Fools. I was like, I was I was hoping for happened? it and when they did. Like I went through as I've been telling like the guys I, I work with that I that watch Game of Thrones and I talked to them about it but you know for the last four, five, six years. Uh that I went through every stage of emotion, like full through. <laughs> like I was just like absolutely like shock. I was like angry denial. I was getting angry. I was getting like hurt and I was just yeah, like, without, really without, sad. Then you tried bargaining. Like, going through it, and I was <laughs> right. just trying to, like, and I, was try, I was starting to go into denial. And then I was just absolute, like, acceptance and depression. And then when they came out and said April, April Fool's, there was just, like, absolute, like, relief and just, like, thank you. Like, I almost cried a little bit. I was so you know, happy that it was April Brandon Fool's. Brandon Stone told me, he's like, did you see the April Fool's joke they pulled on uh, Jimmy Fallon? I'm like, no. And he starts telling me about it. And in the process of telling me the whole thing, uh... I forget that he he started with remember that did you see that April Fool's joke, so I thought it was real the whole time, so I got punked. You got punked. I got punked, and I already knew. I feel but. like a lot of people over are, are over dramatic when they say stuff like I'm not ready for this, like I'm I'm just so not I'm not I'm not ready I'm not ready for it, and 
I mean it very sincerely that I'm not ready emotionally for, like, I bet you a good chunk of those characters are going to die. Oh, yeah. And it's going to be weird. Like, oh, on Game of Thrones? That's yeah. honestly, I mean, that was one of the things that, that made it an interesting show to me, where it was, like, I, I was spoiled about the Ned Stark thing because uh, Sean Bean dies in everything. Yeah. yeah. And that was the joke that continued. But, like, the Red Wedding... <laughs> I did not did not see it coming at all. We we just rewatched, you know, we re- Oh, the second red wedding was great. And the red wedding, the purple can, wedding. Yeah, I can oh, honestly say that when the red Moths. wedding went down is probably a top 5 shock TV moment in my life where I wish I had a picture of myself cuz it was just like everybody's just like what? I mean, that was just like it was weird to rewatch it because they were such huge characters watching it the first time and rewatching it. It's like, you know, these people are all dead. They're irrelevant. Yeah. In the grand scheme of stuff, they're all, you know, fodder, you know, there aren't it was so many... satisfying though. Cause I legitimately like, like Rob would do things and I'm like, that was dumb dog. And I hated Catelyn, hated Catelyn. No, they deserved it. They got it. I mean, it was, so it was hard well, to feel yeah. bad. I was like, Oh shit. A bunch of characters that I don't fucking like, like, and I love the Starks. The Starks are my favorite, besides maybe the Targaryens. Um, so it, was, it, was, it has you going all over the place. What I what I really like, the last thing I'm sorry guys, is very first episode. Jamie, who's fucking his sister, pushes a child out a window, and you're like, most evil dude in the whole fucking Fuck world. This guy, six, <laughs> si- not even six, almost four or five seasons later, you're cheering for Jamie. And that's part of his story like, arc, I honestly. Fucking it's love not this it, guy. It, like they have a way of making you go like, yeah, this is still the dude fucking his sister, by the way. Yeah, just so you know, just so uh, you know, he's also he's still the guy that he's also yeah, still the, kind of an asshole here and there. So we got a question from the viewers at home: Is Quaff on going to be at Tap for Taff tomorrow? Does I do not know. I don't I have the list. I am unsure of that either. Yeah, I don't have the list. for. I never got a list. Uh, I do know if you guys want to go check it out, one thing they did that was really awesome was they dropped off like 50 passes for a free tour of their distillery and brewery. And we go to Columbus a lot, so it's only 30 minutes like straight west. So one of these Fridays that we go down and do a release, I might just get a 10-passenger, 12-passenger van and see if people want to go down and check out this brewery. So yeah. that's pretty cool of them. Yeah. So, Definitely. And if people do want those, we have like 50 or 60. So if there's any any reason that anyone's going through Nashville, Indiana, or what is it, Brown County? Yes. You know, hit us up, let us know. So we have one more beer? Uh, yeah, we're on the uh, busted knuckle. peanut butter busted the, knuckle. Another good smell one. Let's get in. Yes, this was my favorite. Yeah, dude, Keegan just keeps. I just keep. I keep passing beers to Keegan, and he just smashes it. This is kind of that is interesting. That is my favorite smell ever. See, I love Nutter Cup, and it's sweet. This has got like more. It smells just like it tastes. It's got more Mm -hmm. bite. This kind of has that. It almost tastes like a chocolate Rolo that's alcoholic. Yes. Yep. Or a peanut butter Rolo. In the mall, it's got a little burnt to it too. Yeah. Like it's, in a good way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Roasted. It's roasted. Slow roast. That's the word. <laughs> roasted is. That's the, the word. word. These, the peanuts that went down on this peanut butter were slow roasted. Mm-hmm. Nick, slow roasted peanut so butter. So you're, you're very familiar with caramel, the mall and the history of the stores beer. within the mall. I am. Uh, wasn't there like a coffee place? Like a straight up like you go in there and there was it's like Jail a store. Yeah. yeah, yeah Jail there, what was the one that was there before that that was a... Uh, 
Oh, J.L. Hufford was there in the 90s, dude. I worked in the mall in 93. It was this right there next to that was was like smelling it. in between the baseball card shop and the, uh, well, it was like Great Clips or something, but there was like coffee shop right there. It was real narrow. Dude, you're thinking of J.L. Hufford. Oh, was that J.L. Hufford? Because yeah. um, they also, J.L. Hufford got moved like six times. Yeah. What's the place yeah. downtown? Um, the Java Roaster? City. Java Roaster, yeah. It's reminded me of that, too. Like, just, just the sense. I'm not sure how I feel about this one. I, oh, I like it. I like it. Taste I think I like it. Fan, it's but not I like Nutter Cup at all. It all at all. Uh, that's what I like. That's about such an it. interesting thing that you're that you're able to have different peanut butter porters. Peanut butter porters that taste. I don't know. We've used a lot of good adjectives, but we haven't found the one that I'm thinking of. I don't want to say it because it's, it's almost a dirty word. Candy corners? I'm, no. Taking <laughs> <laughs> just throwing random shit out. Like, yeah. Actually, I fuck. love that. Yeah. That's not that's a, that's not a bad it. assessment. Uh, say, uh, yes, Patrick. Uh, I didn't really realize it was on Brews Busted Knuckle. Um, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say it. I'm actually, sorry. Now that you say it, I kind of... I think it... Like, I couldn't it, really... Pin, it wasn't, like, obvious peanut. It artificial? Kind of like, no, Ooh. this kind of reminds Ooh. me of a Werther's original. I don't know. Like, like if you got like one of those chocolate peanut butter Werther's original, it's just got that like. It gives you that weird nostalgia kind of taste in the back of it. Nick's gonna drink six of these tonight. I'm just gonna keep looking over. <laughs> and he's gonna have that. He's, he's gonna, gonna have that same look. The whole yeah, time. just kind of look at his face, just like, <laughs> do I? What and is he's just that? Keep, like looking off, like. Yeah. Oh, it's drunk. Why do That's I keep drinking this? Like, I, like, like yeah. I keep looking around the room, oh. thinking that the answer is hiding on top of something. Like, what does this taste like? No, it's right there in that 007 machine. You have to hit. Pinball. I, I love. You have to hit half a billion on it, and then you'll find out. Okay. Cool. Sweet. I was thinking I was gonna have to go pull out one of the light bulbs and look inside and see if it's hiding. No, there. you gotta hit the you gotta hit the dish on every ball and hit half a million. Excellent. But I liked it. It's definitely, I mean, Nutter Cup's one of my favorite beers. Like, I love Nutter Cup. That's a whole different yeah. kind of peanut butter porter. That was, Nutter Cup was one of those beers that got me into craft beer. I would say, you know, like, it's one thing to have a good stout or a good IPA. It's like, what does that taste like? I don't know. It's beer. It tastes like beer. And then someone was like, dude, this tastes like beer. But it also tastes like peanut butter. And that, that wasn't a thing to me yet. Um, <laughs> where you could have such distinct adjuncts. I guess is what I'm going for. Like the blood orange. Shit like that. Mm. I think I like it. I, don't know. I like it. I You're right. Think, I, I I'm going to drink more. I don't think I could have a and whole I'm, pint of it. It'd be something yeah. like split. Just because a lot of beers like this is not something. Like I'll enjoy them. But I'm definitely not going to be looking to drink a bunch of it just because, like, these more flavorful ones just come off as too sweet to me. Yeah. That's, that's a, why it's nice they gave us the glassware. I always like those sifter glassware for that reason. Because there's sometimes that, there's beers that, like, I really like at about an 8 or 10 ounces, but a full pint. Uh, Southern Tea or Cinnamon Roll was like that. Yeah. Like about 8 or 10 ounces, really liked it. If I had to smash a whole pint. I think yeah. a little bit much. A full pint of them, and you guys had them. No. I, I just remember ordering one, and I was like, "Yeah, this would be pretty sweet." I took like one sip, and I'm like, "This is really good." And then a few more, and I was like, "This is really strong." <laughs> really sweet. Yeah, Which one was like, that? You know I'm just gonna hang I I have, uh, a, I have a sweet tooth. So, uh, uh, that that was gone. 
That yeah, that, that did not last. I think I half <laughs> finished that last Friday because yeah, I'm pretty sure that's one of the reasons I was trashed because that thing was 12.5%. To me, that's the appeal of at least our style of tap takeovers. Um, I don't know if other people do it, but the way that we do it is you can walk in and get a good chunk sample of everything. You don't need to buy the pint. You can try fucking everything. That's the point. Same thing with beer festivals. I mean, mm-hmm. some people look at it as like, oh, I get to go get drunk as fuck, yay. Which is, I mean, a good thing and all. But the point is, is to be able to just like, that sounds good. Take a sip. You you don't need to have a whole fucking pint. You know? yeah, I, just, anything, I just need a little taste of grass. If we ever have anything on draft, you're always welcome to sample it here. Yeah. And, that's a, and, and fuck, at this point, I feel like we don't have a lot of stuff that sticks around. Because well, we're always fun, yeah. finding new beer, so you've got your, you know, you've got your cores, you've got your peevers, you've got you've got all that shit. But we pretty consistently down here every week or two have brand new beer. Well, yeah, we have bowlers that bowl every week in leagues here, and they're beer drinkers, and that's what they love is every week they'll just come up and they'll literally just say like Casey or Sam like what it is this week like what's new what's the specialty <laughs> what, what it is, yeah. it is it just what, is. What's, what's back there what's what's new and, and it's fun I, yeah. i've done that because I, I, I mean, I, a lot of people don't do that a lot of places that's part of the problem is a lot of places you go to and you look in the cooler or you look on tap and it's the standard it's the same stuff all the time and you have to pick whatever beer you have there and there's any given week like right now we're so beer rich back there mm-hmm. oh I it's had, ridiculous i had to redo my menu and i, <laughs> I had to actually separate it into pages i kind of want to go back and look in your cooler to see like oh it's wild and 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 uh his distributors will come in and bring like samples so the next episode we do is going to be just a bunch of samples so Heretic, we have a Heretic and Cigar City. Cigar City just came last week. They're out of Tampa, so I just got those samples. So that's something else cool about listening to Bruise with Dudes episodes is from a distributor standpoint, a lot of these beers like Toppling Goliath just came to Indiana this month. My reps now know that we do this show, so anytime there's new beers, they normally are like, Hey, get this on your podcast. Yeah, this is oh, new cool. Indiana right now. That's Cigar really cool. City just came out Monday. It's a brewery out of town. We got it, and we got for, it. We got it for the, for people listening um, right now. If you're not aware, every like we've we've had a couple times. This is uh, we've done about 80 episodes now, and every now and again, less than five times. I want to say less than three. We'll have a repeat. Um. Where, we're, where we just consider ourselves, we're hanging out, like we've done the episode with all our new beers, and then we're like, oh, well, we'll drink this one that we've already had. So what that means, um, usually we have at least four beers. Sometimes we have five or six. We have done, I think our record is eight or nine. I think we, our record is so nine. Now look at, so now look at that. We'll just go with the four. Four beers, every episode, 80 episodes. In the past year, we've drank 300 different beers. Well, dude, for I, the sake of it, for the sake of it, just like, you know, like I do the same thing with coffee and uh, like salsa. I try not to buy the same salsa twice. Well, that reminds You're me, I have a bunch of coffee to give you. <laughs> I, know. I knew it was good when we were tr- we were talking about episodes, and we actually, oh, you know, a good date in Indiana has a really good liquor store, and it's by our house. Mm-hmm. And we went out there, and I was like walking through, and it's an amazing liquor store, and I, I, I couldn't believe how many. <laughs> Trade secrets, dude. 
Yeah, I couldn't believe how many that we had had. Yeah, that's it. It's over. Join us next week on Brews with Dudes. (laughs) Gotcha. Head fake. Head fake. Um, Well, shoot. Gotcha. We did so much talking tonight. We did a bunch. It was some good conversation. I like talking. Um, So let's go go around and uh, uh, tell the viewers and listeners what we thought was our favorite. You know, Dick? Uh, the, the peanut butter, for sure. Yeah? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I'd go with the yellow, that yellow dwarf, the blood orange. That one was... Like, that smell. That one was killer. That'd be my second, yeah. It was between that and the strawberry blonde. I do like the peanut butter, but with it coming, summer coming up, dude, it just... The blondes were my two least favorite. Yeah. Yeah. They were very uh, light. I, I enjoyed them. The strawberry blonde, I actually enjoyed this sample, as we discussed earlier, that the first one just felt thick. It, had like, it was a flavor. It wasn't like the beer itself. The flavor just felt, felt like thick and kind of like too like lubricated. That's how I, I felt about say. the peanut butter. That was a good, that was a good way to put it. Mm-hmm. Thick. One, um, one thing uh, like I've noticed about all these are they all have – a really light mouth feel, and I, I'm, I'm yeah. I like a thick, like heavy mouth feel. Yeah, you do. Oh yeah, I do. Wow. Um, oh. I think I would probably go with the blood orange too. Um, second to the strawberry. I really like the strawberry. I, uh, as you can tell, because I've been, I added my blood orange to my pint of blood orange. Uh, this one's, this one's got to be my number one for this. Uh, I do like the busted knuckle. I didn't actually drink it on the show because I let Keegan have it because I'm a nice guy. Thank you. <laughs> and uh, I enjoyed that one. That was like my first introduction to Quafon, so I got a special place in my heart for it because I'm a stout supporter guy. But, yeah, I like this. That peanut butter one was good. But, uh, yeah, they're all good. It's just this one stopped the most of me. Yeah, I would definitely order any one of them again. Um, yeah. The the first one, uh, what was it called? Six foot blonde. Yeah, yeah. they're standard. That was a uh, pretty Basic standard beer. Yeah, pretty the, standard. The, but the solid shower beer. Solid. Yeah. Yeah. It, yeah. You know, like if it was, uh, I'll take that over a Coors or a Peeper or something. Well, it's going to give me the same. Going through, it's almost like the founder solid gold. Like it's their own standard beer. That if you go there and you're just trying to. So viewing it like that, I would I would say that that's one of the better. Like when when a when a brewery tries to do the the thing that's going to appeal to your to your average person to your dad's they're, they're, that's yeah. the six foot blonde was <laughs> the best dad beer, dad beer <laughs> that I've had. No, it's real. You go to some of these breweries. Beers. There's always the person that goes with you, and they're absolutely not going to try. Oh anything yeah, crazy. I mean my they dad's the same way. Beer, yeah, and it's like this would be theirs. And so bravo good. when you're able to have someone who likes. Beer, craft yeah. beer say like that, okay i can see where that would appeal to you know grandpa but it's also not too bad for myself yeah no i've actually had the incident where i've been somewhere with my dad actually and he goes he's like i don't know what the fuck any of these beers are he's just <laughs> like he's like what am i going to order that's not going to be fucking stupid and full of flour and i'm like full of flour and you say or flowers <laughs> because most people that aren't used to ipas and stuff they taste you know, the flowery stuff too my like, friend, just, my friend alan drink said the same thing when beer? i was bringing yum yum over but and my dad's got that mouth on he's him. Like, i never liked yum you yum. and your flower beer and i'm like yum what the fuck are you talking about weird. it's good shit yum yum's okay like dandelions is what i feel yeah yeah, yeah. you know but, what though i don't a lot of ipas are like Bad and they give other ones a bad name. Can I say yeah. that here? There are, yeah, yeah, there are. Yeah, I feel like there's too many breweries. It's like really there's, hot. 
There's tons of IPAs. We've talked about that. We're like, we've all gone through our part where at one point we did not like IPAs and eventually some other IPA got us back into it. And then you start. Too Hearted was one of my first and I still think it's my favorite. Yes. Too Hearted is one of the best beers ever made. Sometimes it just tastes like random flowers and dandelions. Like there's not even a... There's so many different things to go for. I like IPAs. I um, they'll put like 30 things into it, and they're like, "Oh, taste everything." And I'm some like, some people are into the bitterness, yeah. and I'm I'm not. Um, like so that. from so from the hops, you you could have you can make a really bitter beer, or uh, you can make a floral beer. Um, and I really like the floral yeah. aspect. And and you can get the thing about hops, and I don't know how, and I couldn't explain it very well, but you're able to get uh, fruit esters. So you could you could brew a beer with the right hops and it tastes like mango. That Pompeii Why? one. I have no fucking idea. That's oh, just yeah, a that almost clue. like grapefruit. Grapefruit. Look, and it had grapefruit, a grapefruit is a taste. Very prominent. And they just took what was it like mosaic, citra, and something else. Boom. And they just brew yeah, grapefruit just taste out of all it. that out of just hops. <clears throat> the fun thing about about brewing is you can get as scientific as you want, and there's no end. And you could do things down to a science saying, like, I'm going to mix these two hops to create this taste. And then you've got the brewing that I do where you just do whatever the fuck you want. Like, that, this sounds like it'll be good. Let's do that. And you can get equally good results, you know. So this is a fun episode. Yeah, everyone everyone, fun everyone episode. have their two cents? Yeah. Cool. Let's wrap it up then. Um, I'll go ahead and uh, yeah. for the rest of the night. If you uh, if you find yourself watching this and you use the hashtag Bruising and Bowling Fest, um, we'll announce the winner of the ticket giveaway tomorrow. Thank you guys for watching. Patrick Mulligan says it's amazing though how different the variation of hops are. Yes, absolutely. It's it's like spices in the kitchen. You know, there's just there's a million different things that you could do. Um, yeah, we could talk about this forever. Else, we yeah. are gonna have some hop farmers. At there as well. Ooh. Yes. Oh yes. It's gonna be a little twist. We're gonna have some people That's cool. farm some hops at it as well. Yep. Cool. Well, thank you, uh, Dongo, yeah. Keegan, jumping in late. Uh, Casey, Austin, this was really fun. Yes. Uh, thank you to Quaff On. Um, they gave us a bunch of cool swag and stuff. So if you catch yourself down at the North End Pub, I'm sure if you asked Casey or Sam real nice, they would uh, they'd run back and grab you some of this stuff. Um, maybe cups. Got some glassware for sure. Couple, couple shirts maybe. I need to look at those. Already snagged a hat. Um, all right. Well, thanks to you once again. Uh, thank you to the Journey to Comics Network for hosting us. Um, you can catch the audio of this podcast on Apple Music, Spotify, Podbean. Um, from what I've been told by the the Podfather himself, anywhere you go to listen to a podcast, chances are we're on there. Um, you'll want to look at uh, look up Journey to Comics or Journey to Comics Network. Um, and you'll find us from there. Uh, thank you guys once again, and we'll see you next time on another episode of Brews with, with Dudes. Dudes. <laughs> <laughs>